to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back or welcome to Mind Your Hormones. I'm so happy you're here. I cannot wait to chat with you. We are talking all about mental and emotional wellness and intelligence and resiliency today. And the reason why this is coming up so much for me is because obviously if you listen to this podcast for a while, we have talked about stress before on this podcast. And I'm sure you've heard it before that stress causes hormone imbalances. And the reason why that is talked about a lot is because stress or cortisol is our stress response hormone, right? So when we experience stress, our cortisol levels are increased. And the reason why that does affect our hormones is because cortisol is a top tier hormone, which means it's it's kind of like in a hierarchy where if our cortisol levels are whacked out and they are, you know, constantly being jacked up from the stress that we're experiencing in life, then it's going to negatively impact all our other hormones. It's like a domino effect. So if you're thinking of like a row of dominoes, if you push the first one, the rest will follow, the rest will get out of balance. That is what cortisol is. Insulin is one of those top-tier hormones as well. Nicole Jardim talks about this um, actually on this podcast. I had her on as a guest, so I'll link that one below. And she also talks about this in her book, Fix Your Period. But what we are talking about today is that stress actually isn't the problem. Stress isn't what's causing hormonal imbalances. Now, I know I have done other podcast episodes on here where I am saying the exact opposite thing of what I'm saying right now. And I'm not saying that stress is, you just could have stress and do whatever and like it's fine. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is stress isn't the actual problem. It's the mental and emotional resiliency that we either do or don't have to lead ourselves through the stressful experiences that we have in our lives, because that is what's most important. Right now, your nervous system, we talked all about nourishing your nervous system on the last episode, but right now, you have a specific capacity of what you can or cannot handle until your hormones either further go into more imbalance or get imbalanced, right? That is just how it is. Stress, situations that we come in contact with, right? Whatever that actually is, whether it's, you know, transitioning in your life from different seasons of life, from going to being single to being in a relationship, from getting married, from maybe, um, you know, getting pregnant, having a baby, moving, changing jobs, like literally just daily stressors in our life that come in contact with us. Right now, you have a pattern that you do pretty much on repeat to respond to stressful situations. It doesn't mean that it's the same every single time, but right now you, you have, we all do have a type of like default stress response pattern and how we mentally and emotionally respond to these situations. And that is what needs to shift. Because what I realize in my personal life is that stress was always the thing that was knocking my hormones out of balance. I've been on this journey of health and wellness for so many years now, and I have my nutrition down pat. I have my workouts down pat. I've got my supplementation down pat. Like I could do this shit with my eyes closed. That was never the stuff that was knocking me off balance. Even 
if there was a time when I was like, okay, I'm having vegan cake tonight. I'm doing this or whatever. Like it wasn't what was, what was affecting me because just the way that I live now, it was just automatic of, I know how to support myself nutritionally, lifestyle wise, like supplemental wise, that was all good. Stress and sleep were the two things that always were knocking my hormones out of balance. And we've talked about it before on the show because I was always very honest and open with you about that. But what I really realized recently is like, okay, Corinne, stress is going to happen. Like that, just the life that I'm currently living, the life that I want to live, stress just is part of the territory. Becoming a mom, entering the pregnancy stage, being a business owner, just being someone who likes to grow and evolve and shift and put myself in uncomfortable situations, that is going to evoke a stress response. Like it's just going to happen. That is like a non-negotiable. And the same goes for you. We cannot avoid stress from coming into our life. And it could be good things, right? Like things that we like, like getting married, starting a family, moving, switching jobs. Like these are all good things on top of things that, you know, might not be what we would choose to have coming at us, like a stressful event, like, I don't know, a global pandemic that we don't know happening. And that's another stressful event that we, that we wouldn't choose. We wouldn't say it was a positive effect, even though I really do think it had a lot of positive effects. Obviously there were so many horrible things that happened with it too. But the point I'm trying to make is even the things that we're excited about in our life can cause us to experience stress. But those events and those circumstances and those situations are not going away. So the goal isn't to just, okay, I'm going to just remove as many stressors as possible. Yes, obviously that's part of it because there are a lot of stressors in our lives and in your life that you know you could like get out of your life and it will help your stress response. That of course is part of it. But really the major thing that I want to talk to you about and the major thing that I've really realized that I had to figure out how to expand my capacity to mentally and emotionally handle it. To and and when you learn how to mentally and emotionally handle these things that are coming into your life, that then transfers to you having a more expansive ability physically to handle these things because everything starts in the mind. And that is what I really realized is I have to start with the mind. And obviously, yes, there are lifestyle things and nutritional things that we can do to support our nervous system, of course, but we could be doing all those things. And if we don't also have the mental and emotional intelligence of how to lead ourselves through certain situations, does not matter what you're eating and how you're living your life, it's going to knock your shit out of whack. Because again, a situation is what it is. How we perceive it and the thoughts that we create that follow each situation is what creates the physical stress. And this really has been top of mind for me, just entering new seasons of my life and and just knowing like, I, I have to expand this capacity. This is the work that I really want to do. And it all goes back to starting with the mind. So I'm going to lead you through some questions that is part of the program that's coming up that I talked about on Tuesday. If you missed it, I will put the link in the show notes to go ahead and check out yesterday, not yesterday, Tuesday's episode. It is called Nourish Your Nervous System, and it's really all about what I just talked about. It is really leading you through and teaching you how I've done this myself of expanding your capacity to create more stability and more resilience and more strength within your mental and emotional health so that then it could transfer to your physical health so your nervous system is more regulated out, so you are more easily able to handle things in life, okay? So one of the, it's, the program itself is at least 11 trainings, I might add on 
on from there. But I'm going to talk to you about one of the things that we're going to talk about in like phase one of this program, which is kind of just getting some awareness of where you're currently at with this mental and emotional um, intelligence and this mental and emotional, you know, wellness that you have in response to stress. Okay, so obviously we're talking about mental and emotional intelligence and wellness and how we can really support our minds to then support our bodies, right? And one of the things that we talk about a lot on this podcast that is directly connected to our mind, to our anxiety, to our thoughts is our gut because our gut is a center of our health and it is directly connected to your brain via the vagus nerve. So there's such a huge connection between the thoughts that you're having and your gut. So if you feel like right now maybe you're experiencing a lot of trouble with your mental health, obviously, please go see a professional. Like that is number one, that is a must. But also looking at your gut health is going to be something that's really going to support that. Aside from supporting your mental health, your gut obviously supports your immune system because 70 to 80% of your immune system lives in your gut. It supports your hormones because that is where your body will expel excess hormones out of your body. It supports your um, moods. Again, like I said, because it also not only is it connected to your brain, but it's where we produce up to 90% of serotonin. It is literally the center of it all. And this is why I have Gut Personal as a sponsor of the podcast because I am so big on gut health. I have experienced so many issues with my gut over the years and I have really found that their products have supported not only my gut health but my stress, specifically their Miracle Worker Magnesium is so essential for helping really regulate our nervous system and support our cortisol levels and support our fertility and our periods and all the things, okay? But what I would love for you to do so you can see which products are best for you is to go to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne. And there's a free quiz that you could take. They actually just updated the quiz. And it's super quick. It's going to take you maybe 10 minutes tops. And it just asks you a series of questions that will give the, uh, you know, the computer that was obviously created and generated by a functional registered dietitian uh, a better idea of what you might be experiencing specifically in your gut health so they can recommend supplements that are going to support you. Okay, and obviously I'm going to tell you which gut supplements I take, but I want you to take that quiz to see which ones are best for you. Okay, so obviously, as I say all the time on this podcast, and I just mentioned, me and my husband both take the Miracle Worker Magnesium highly recommend it. I'm a fan of the powder. I really prefer the powder over the capsules, but that's obviously up to you what you prefer. I put it in a wine glass at night. It's a whole vibe. Um, When I'm on my period, I take even extra magnesium. I do like a big heaping scoop, or if you know that you're just experiencing more stressful situations than normal, add a big heaping scoop to it. The magnesium, our bodies, when we're stressed out, it strips us of magnesium, which is why every single person is mostly deficient in magnesium, because not only does our body get stripped of magnesium when we're stressed, but our soil is also deficient in magnesium. So it's really, really important nutrient, men and women, to take it 100%. So that one is a must. Their vitamin D3 drops. Again, I'm a fan of the liquid. It goes longer. You get to... uh, personalize it based off of what your needs are, based off of how much is in your multivitamin or your prenatal. My husband and I both take this one. I also love that it has K vitamin K in it because it helps you actually absorb the vitamin D. So we love that. We also both take the soother. I've taken the healer on and off. I love their products. So go ahead and check it out. They also have new immunity products. They have some new kids products coming out. So it's really just an amazing resource. And obviously, you know that you get a discount using code Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E at checkout 
out. You save money from listening to this show. You also know that I would never recommend a product that I don't personally use and back. So you can always trust that I have vetted it for you. Try it out in your own body. See how it does. If you have any questions about them, you know where to find me. I'll be happy to support you in it. Again, that is gutpersonal.com slash Corinne and use code Corinne, C-O-R-I-N-N-E at checkout. Number one is what is your default stress response pattern right now? Meaning how do you mentally and emotionally respond to things when they come at you? And what I want to add to that is how do you usually mentally and emotionally respond to stressful events that are coming in your life? Again, whether that is, you know, uh, something that happens at work, you have to put a fire out, something went wrong with an event that you're planning, you know, your child is screaming or doing something or whatever. I don't have kids yet, so I have no idea what that's going to be like, but just, you know, that could come up. You're maybe a business owner and something's not going is planned. There's always fires to be putting out when you're a business owner. There's always things going on, like whether that's you, you know, having, you're planning a wedding, you're planning a vacation and something's going wrong or you're entering a new stage of life, like whatever it is. How do you normally mentally and emotionally respond? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel anxious? Do you feel stressed? Do you get depressed? Do you avoid? Like what is your initial response? And if you've never really thought about this before, you might not know off the top of your head what the answer is to that question. And that's okay because you're going to have some type of situation come up within the next couple of days where you'll be able to now notice it. So if right now I asked you that and you're like, Corinne, I actually have no freaking idea. I've never really paid attention to it. Okay. Next time something happens, when you realize it's happening in the moment, now you're going to be more aware of it because I asked you this question. Then you can just take a pause and be like, okay, what is my, like, what is my dominant emotion and stuff that I'm feeling right now? What, how am I mentally and emotionally responding to this situation? If you do know and you are pretty self aware and you've thought about this before, I want you to think about the emotions that you normally feel. But what's most important is this next piece. What do you do next after this emotional, after this uh, stress response happens, after you feel these emotions, what do you do next to lead yourself through that emotion? This is key. This is the most important part. If you take nothing away from this podcast episode, this is what I want you to take away from it. What do you do after you have these emotions that are coming up from a stressful event to lead yourself through that emotion? Because what happens is when we're stressed out is we stay in these emotions of anxiety, of overwhelm, of stress, of of depression, of whatever actually comes up for you. We stay in that and that exacerbates the stress and those emotions that we are staying in then translates into the physical stress that we're experiencing, which then translates into hormone imbalances, which could then translate into not ovulating or having high stress levels or having issues with our insulin, with our blood sugar, with our gut, like all these things that follow it. So what do you do after you experience this emotion? Are you leading yourself through it? What I noticed that I was doing a lot was numbing out and doing things that are actually adding to the feelings that I was having that I don't want to actually feel, right? So if you're feeling like you were overwhelmed or anxious or, um, you know, like, uh, depressed or just like sad, like it totally depends on the, um, obviously the situation too, but you probably normally have a default kind of response. I go to usually if it's a stressful response, I'll just go to like overwhelm mode. And then what I used to do was kind of just like fill my day with other stuff. So I could kind of just like ignore it. Like it's not happening or like make it where I'm like more frazzled. I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm just so frazzled. I'm frantic. I'm all scattered. Da, da, da. And I'm like doing things that are adding to that and not actually supporting it. So instead 
how can you do things that are not adding to that feeling, right? Because maybe for you, you you re- resonate to what I said. Maybe you are like, okay, you're, you talk about it more and more and more in a negative way. And you're just like venting about it constantly, talking about it to this person, talking about it to this person, reliving the event and just talking about how shitty it is. And you're just going on and on and on and on, and on about it. Or maybe you numb out with scrolling on social media. I have definitely done that as well. Or you numb out with watching TV or you'll binge on food or what is your current coping mechanism when you're experiencing stress. And the most important thing is how can we lead ourselves through this situation to lower our stress response, to expand our capacity to handle more, to regulate our nervous system, to increase our uh, nervous system's ability to have more stability and more resiliency and more strength so that we can experience these things in life and actually handle them, feel fine about it, feel excited about it, move on from it. So Next time you're faced with this stressful moment, how are you going to lead yourself through it? How will you allow yourself to feel the emotions? Because this isn't about ignoring the emotions because that's going to add to your stress as well. Maybe your response is ignoring it. That could be a response as well, but that's actually adding to it because your body isn't forgetting, your mind isn't forgetting. Maybe you're just like pushing it to, to the side. It's just like if you have like dust or like, you know, like crap on the floor and you just like brush it under the rug, like, you know, it's still there and it's still there. It's not actually gone. So ignoring it isn't the goal. So it's how can you lead yourself through it? How can you allow yourself to feel your emotions, not spiral and not let yourself stay down there for too long, but actually feel it and process it and then do things that lift you up. Do things that start shifting your thoughts. Start looking at why you can handle the situation. Start looking at what you will do to support yourself. So this takes practice because I notice when the more and more I've been doing this, I've been doing this a lot recently, the last six months, working with my one-on-one mentor who I'm obsessed with. I love her. She's incredible. I'm probably going to have her on the podcast at some point, so stay tuned. But um, what I've noticed is that the more that you get aware of this, the more that you'll notice, okay, this is the, res- this is the emotion that I'm responding with. Okay. And then all of a sudden I'll find myself like I'm scrolling on Instagram and I'm like, oh, wait a second. I'm, I'm numbing myself out. Let me put it away. And then the next time it happened, I'll notice that I went to go reach for my phone. And then I'm like, wait a second. I know that's not going to support me. I know that that might feel better in the moment because I'm not actually dealing with this in my head, but it's not going to support me. So instead, I'm going to go on this walk. I'm going to not listen to anything. I'm going to process. I'm just going to let my thoughts go. And then maybe I'm going to listen to some music or something that's going to lift me up because sometimes you could even be numbing out by just continuously listening to other things and just information overload. Like there's so many different things that we could do to numb out instead of experiencing our feelings because we think that that's going to support us. It's not going to support you. You have to feel it, move through it, and then do things that are going to lead you through the emotion and out of it on the other side so that you don't experience this constant this constant state of of instability and of stress and of this dysregulated nervous system. And if you're like, I don't really know, Corinne, if my nervous system is dysregulated, if you're experiencing any form of like chronic or often anxiety, depression, um, obviously, if it is like extreme anxiety, depression, like please see your therapist, like that is really, 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 really important, okay? Um, overwhelm, a lot of chronic fatigue, brain fog, like there's that mental fogginess or like lightheadedness you're having trouble sleeping, your periods are all out of whack, you just feel like you're about to combust, you feel like the littlest things happen and you just like can't handle it. You also could be experiencing weight loss resistance. Like a lot of the hormone imbalance issues that we talk about on this podcast could always go back to a dysregulated nervous system because 
it's again, cortisol is a top tier hormone. So this is why I'm really passionate about now talking about this more because uh, like I said, I've experienced firsthand, you could be doing so many other things, but if you don't get this mental and emotional intelligence piece down, it's going to be really hard for you to, you know, regulate things out more consistently and more sustainably. So I want you to ask yourselves those questions. Next time you're experiencing a stressful situation, notice the pattern that you go to. Not only the emotion, but what do you do next? Do you ignore it? Do you listen to a podcast, get your mind off of it? Do you scroll? Do you binge? Do you like, what do you do? And I'm not saying that any of those things are wrong. None of it is right or wrong. What I want to ask you is, are those things that you're doing adding more to those negative or like those those stressful feelings that you want to get out of? Is it adding more to that or is it helping lead you out of it? Because everybody's going to have a different level or a different type of action that's going to support them and lead them out and help them feel better. For me, it's going for walks, it's journaling, it's maybe listening to music. Um, It could be talking and processing it with somebody. Those are the things that really help me the most. Moving my body really helps. Those are things that really help lift me out of it. That might be different for you. It might be something completely opposite. You have to know you best to figure that out. But So the point is not to judge the things that you're doing. The point is to look at them and ask yourself, is this actually leading me through this emotion so that I'm not experiencing as much stress, I'm feeling better about it, or is it digging me further into this hole? And that's what I really want you to ask yourself, okay? So ask yourself those questions next time you do it. If this is vibing with you and you're like, holy shit, Corinne, I really want to work on this. I really want to expand my capacity to handle more and really nourish my nervous system and do this from a mental and emotional perspective. That is what nourish your nervous system is for. There is going to be some tangible things of like nutrition wise and some lifestyle steps through it as well, of course. But the real bulk of it and like the first two phases of it is all about this mental and emotional resiliency. Okay. These couple questions I just asked you was just part of one of the 11 trainings, right? So we're going really deep in this program and I'm really, really excited about it. So you could check the show notes for information. Always shoot me a DM at Create Angelica if you have any questions, if you want to join us. I'm so freaking excited. I can't wait for it. But I hope this episode helped you. If you are vibing with this, you know where to find me. I love when you DM me and let me know like, hey, oh my God, I just listened to this episode and I loved it. I'm so happy to be part of this community or whatever. Like I love seeing who is listening to this. So keep them coming. Thank you so much for being here with me. I hope you have an amazing amazing rest of your day and I will chat with you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.